Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. Hello, hello. I am here today with Kim, and she has become a pretty good buddy. We've been in some circles together at some events and had some fun. So I am excited to have her on with you. And I'm going to let her introduce herself because she'll say it better than I do, especially Uh, because sometimes I'm not exactly sure how to explain what other people do. So please explain that to us, Kim. Well, it's now super simple for me after many years of complicated explaining who I am and what I do. My name is Kim Guillory. I am from Louisiana. I have been coaching since 2012, and I am a mind-body coach and business mentor for wellness practitioners and wellness businesses. Okay. So for wellness practitioners. Yep. Oh, fun. I I knew that you had a wellness uh, program, but then I thought you were doing all business stuff. So now it's for wellness practitioners. Yeah. So I offer mind body coaching. I call it integrative mind body coaching. It's an advanced coach practice, but it is for yeah. health and wellness practitioners who want to help their clients heal their body with their mind. So it's pretty specific. Yeah. And so that is kind of, that was my jam for quite a few years. And I integrated the business coaching specifically for them. So spas, chiropractors, um, PT clinics, um, anything to do with, I like to use the word holistic because it's like Mm -hmm. holistic business owners. Does that make sense? Like they are practitioners. Some of them were on the traditional path but most of them have now gone on their own, but they have no business training. And so it's super fun for me to, you know, this as a massage therapist, we can get any business training, right? Same thing yeah. as a cosmetologist, yoga teacher, um, kind coaching. Of as a life coach too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I realized that, I mean, I kind of took on all of these identities and none of them came with business coaching, but I figured out how to make money and help people. And I was like, Oh, I think, I think I can help this. So I was getting uh, functional pharmacists yes. who didn't love all the prescribing and what was going and they wanted to help like become client advocates. Mm. And so they needed to understand like, how do I charge for myself? Like, does that make sense? Like they're so yeah, used absolutely. to being paid really good money by someone else. Yeah. Anyway, that's what led to that. I love business. I love entrepreneurship. I jam out on that stuff, no matter what the services or I, I mean, whether it's direct sales, real estate, I don't care. I think it's the best journey to personal transformation. Okay, like weight so loss. Yeah. The people that you were helping and you've helped them create this new identity. So that's what we were going to talk about today is this whole new identity tie back. So you are already jamming with helping all the people figure out how to grow business, which grows them. And so with my audience, we're losing weight is what we're doing. And so we definitely have that same issue of figuring out who we are outside of being a mom or outside of, you know, being a a fat woman or whatever it is. So as we are losing weight, we are like being 
confronted with that question of who am I, who am I, who am I? And then you and I talked briefly before at the end, when people have lost weight, now they're like, now who the heck am I? And it's a whole new identity even then. So I cannot wait to jump in and talk with you about this. What, it's kind of like what I was just saying with that, the practitioner that is now a business owner. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with the weight loss, right? This is how I used to eat. This is what yeah. I used to do. These are the activities I used to participate in. These are the people I used to hang out in. Well, that comes with those old habits and behaviors. And so, so I don't think so. We I hear you saying a lot of the identity are things they did. Let's yeah. start there. What exactly makes up somebody's identity so that as we're talking, we know what, what that means, because it's not just what you do. It's how you see yourself. It's the agreements that you make about reality. Like if you and I agree mm-hmm. on some sort of fact or some sort of truth, like we have an agreement and that is now reality because we both agree on it. And when you think about personality, it is your personal reality. So now separate all of those. Personal, my perception to what I believe is true according to my experiences, whether okay. that's indoctrination or environmental or taught. And so our like the way that we perceive life or truth or what is. I feel like we can go really deep here. So I'm going to try to keep bubble back up. I'll bring you back <laughs> if I need to. You're good. So so what makes up our identity is what we believe in, what we've experienced, what we see to be true, right? It's it's like our habits and behaviors are molded from that. So it's what we do consistently over time we become. But is it us? Is it who we are? I like, think it, am I the fat that- girl who would hang out and, and eat chips and drink alcohol and talk gossip and hang out at the, like, am I that person or am I a, uh, like the, the assumptiveness of my behavior, habits and behavior? That's actually not who I am. It's what I know and what I do. Yeah. But it kind of is a, a culmination of all of it that feeds each other, I think. It, it definitely, um, I want to say like, keeps you, keeps you in the mold. Yeah. Which it's almost like, um, I want to say like trickery. Like we begin to believe that's who we, like I was a mother, right? I have five children. Mm-hmm. I was a mother. I had two businesses. I'm a business owner. Been married for 30 something years. Like I'm a wife, but is that who I am? It's or is I it a part? Done. Is it just a little part of who you are? Yeah, yeah. I believe that we're limitless beings. I mean, there's so much we can do, but when we get caught up in the identity, and let's just say we live in this certain place, we hang out with these certain people, this is what they eat, this is what they drink, this is what they do. Yes. Right. We kind of it's almost like we take on the label of that. So now we lose the weight. Yes. We're 30 pounds down. We're no longer using food as entertainment. That one right there, like mm-hmm. really separated me. I no longer smoke. Like I remember the, the hardest thing about giving up smoking was my friends mm-hmm. because non-smokers don't want to, I mean, smokers don't want to hang with non-smokers because you don't want to go outside and smoke. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't want to. And it's kind of the same thing with the eating. Eating is such, it's, it's such an entertainment thing. And when you finally start like living more life and being more of yourself, food becomes just nourishment. It's, yeah. it's kind of, 
kind of not as exciting. It's not, we, we think of it like when you're, when you're buffering, when you're entertaining yourself, when it's just the thing to do. I think that's most of our problems is the entertainment eating. It, it's a habit, right? Yeah. We are, we're having um, nervous system dysregulation and food calms us down. Think about children when you're, when your kids are small and you're trying to quiet them down, let's open the gummies. Let's open the, like what, what, mm -hmm. because it, it truly does help. Like when we were born and we cried, mom fed you. Yeah. Food instantly from birth. Yeah. It is, it really is like it, it works. That's why food so, is so hard to yeah. overcome. As you were saying, I'm no longer a person. I just did a podcast on this like a week ago, two weeks ago. And I went through, I am no longer a person who, and like, it's a lot of habits around food. But even after I recorded that podcast, I almost wish I could like, and I guess I can, cause I'm in charge. Right. But, um, I, I wanted to go back instantly and do an addendum to it because I am no longer a person who eats chips at the Mexican restaurant straight out of the basket or, you know, eats the ice cream out of the carton or, or I'm, I'm no longer a person who does all these things, but that's just the action and what each of those things meant about me specifically. I'm no longer doing that because I am not a person who can't control her emotions. I am no longer a person who, you know, um, gets caught up in the moment or gets nervous at a restaurant and just eats out of nervousness, you know, like there were all these things that it even went beyond. And like, I am now like, that's the addendum part. I was like, and now I am a person who can figure out how to be uncomfortable. I am a person who, you know, doesn't need to, you know, pass time putting things in her mouth. Like I am a person who finds so much enjoyment in my day-to-day -day life that that's more entertaining than even my favorite foods were. Yeah. And so like, I could see how like that I'm no longer a person who, and it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like I was guilt, guilt, guilty or shameful that I am, or like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a restrictive action or a restrictive thought of like, I'm no longer a person. It's not like I can't do this anymore and I can't do that. It was, it was so much more like, I'm just, I don't need this. I'm no longer a person. Like I'm no longer a person who poops in their pants. Well, I would say most of the time I used to have IBS pretty bad, but you know, like I am no longer that person. And so like, but because I'm no longer that person, I can do all these things because I am this person. It, it's the awareness that you want something else. It's a, it's a moment in time Yeah, where this is this is the result. This is what I have today because of my actions from yesterday and the day before and the day before. And it, it was just like a moment of realizing like, wait a minute, I am not the victim of this circumstance. I am the creator of it. Yeah. I am in control. I mean, yeah. I got this. Yeah. I am a person who is in control. I am a person who chooses movement over mindless eating. So my clients, when they first start and we talk about identity, they're so unsure of who they are that they're not sure even what I'm asking them. Yeah. And so like, how do you, how do you experience, like, I, I heard you say awareness. So that's where I grabbed onto that word. How do you experience that shift in identity? 
Like, how do you, how do you become aware of it? Like, what, what do you need to, like, where, where do you think like, oh, this is important and this is not, or like, where does the identity part come in at? I love this question. One thing I ask myself probably a hundred times a day, is this taking me further or closer from what I want? So the first thing is you have to know what you want and the biggest problem or objection to that we were taught not to dream. I mean, it, it just, we're afraid to want too much. We were told we'll be disappointed. You know, why don't you just settle? And so the very first thing is, but what do I really want? Like, like, what do I see out there that I would like to experience? You know, the thin mm -hmm. person who doesn't overeat, the person who's not getting stupid drunk, the per like the person who's driving the car that they want, having the family that they want. Like, what do I want? Very first thing that I would like really open up and even question like five times that like and if you got that then what and then what uh -huh. would that mean and why is that important oh and I wonder if you got that and that's important I wonder what the outcome would be so it's like dialing that in at least five to seven layers mm -hmm. the second thing how do I get what I want without getting attached to the how it's a little tricky so in other words I want to lose 30 pounds okay I want to be in a size, whatever the size is, I want to weigh this much. And I want to be a person who doesn't reactively eat or emotionally eat, period. Someone could just for your audience, they would just decide that I want to be in control, ideal body weight, strong, healthy, vibrant, energized. Great. What do I need to get that? What is the math and the path? Right? So it's like, and, and instantly, I mean, I wouldn't throw someone into like diet mentality. It's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's what who do like, think about if we can put this in money, right? And so there's a math and a path. So if I want to make that much, I need this many clients at this much money. It's that simple. So mm -hmm. think about that with, okay, the math and the path is that means lose 30 pounds in six months. That's five pounds a month. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, so you yeah. have to do the math so and the path to, to just for your brain to know it's possible. That's it. Doesn't mean so anything else. I love that you said, don't get don't because I, I was trying to understand what you might have meant by it don't get hung up on the how yeah. and so um actually it's on my desk I've been reading the gap in the game oh I love the intro of that book changed my life oh right and so it talks a lot about measuring backwards yeah and so when you are setting up goals it's supposed to be like a direction it's an yeah. intention and so when I heard you say the math and the path I started to clench a little because yeah. sometimes what happens is they then will hear that this is the goal. And then it's, I have to lose five pounds every month, or I'm not good enough or this or that, or I'm a failure. I might as well quit. And so I think if I'm hearing you right, it's the five pounds is just like the, this could be possible. That's and then you get excited about what you are doing. So it's yes. still the measuring what you're currently doing and how you're doing things so that you stay very in the moment and stay very active with what the possibility could be. Because as soon as you start seeing what you're not doing, you don't see the possibility of what you could do. So you're measuring for sure what you are doing, but you're looking, it's kind of like getting in the car. This is what I keep thinking as I was reading this book with weight loss the analogy my head kept hearing was when we set a goal, 
that does not necessarily mean it's the end destination, like with weight loss. Like I might say, I want to lose 50 pounds. I might get in the car and I might say, I want to go to the, the grocery store at this location, but with weight loss, it's a little bit different. So the car, we know we're going to end up at the grocery store. We might not know all the roads until we actually got there. We know what path we probably are going to take because we've taken it a hundred times. We've heard other people who took what road. Maybe our friends said, hey, this, they're doing construction. Let's go this way or that way. So just like weight loss, we've had other people who've taken the path, other people who are telling us how they've done it, recommending things. And so we have a path that we think we're going to start on until we actually get there. We might have detoured 500 times, but we can still end up at the same place. Unlike the car analogy, we get to decide if we don't even want to make it to that destination. Maybe we're like, 40 pounds felt so good. I am good here. Or maybe we get to 50 and we're like, I think I could try another 10. Unlike the car analogy, we get to decide where we finally end up. And I guess the car analogy we do too, but I didn't think that one through before I jumped in with it. But we're in, we're on a road trip, Kim. And so... But like, I loved that, the whole measuring it backwards, but the the goal is still like what is possible and the intention of where we want to get to. Yeah, so it's the math and the path is to prove to your brain it is possible and it can be done. That gets, yes. it's really it's like, so let me give an example. I don't know if this is gonna be on video or not, but I'll show it on video. So let's just say there's you and there's your brain. Your She's brain- holding the keyboard up in case you're listening to this on the podcast. Your brain is a problem solver. Yes. Lose 50 pounds. So you type it into the keyboard, Bert, gone. So it's possible, an agenda, a problem yeah. to solve. But what happens is the mind gets caught up in all the other. So well, you can do oh, it doing yeah. this way. And they did it. That, 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 that. So it's mm -hmm. like, that's why mind management mindset is so important. So step two is just to document the possibility. Is that better? Yes. It's going to make more sense when I get to the next two steps. Yes, first, let's go. What do I want? Yes. Second, like how, is that even possible? Right? Yeah. And that like in six months, lose 30 pounds. Is that possible? That's it. Just document. Okay? Yeah. Step three. This is where the work begins. This is where you come in. This is why you're a coach. Who do I need to become? Who do I need to become to be 30 pounds lighter? Who do I need to become? So it's like, choose, commit, cultivate. You're behaving from already having done it. So what person are you? This, this 30 pound lighter person. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Are you moving your body? Are you mindlessly eating? Or are you mindfully eating? Are you more aware? Are you like, how are your decisions? How are you deciding? Is this taking me closer or further? I'm the person who eats with intention yeah. of a healthier life. Like just who do you need to become? And the last one, what do you need to cut? So when you look at this as a four-step system, what do I want? Like 30 pounds in six months. That's the math and the path. That simple. Mm -hmm. Who do I need to become in order to be the person who loses that and the person who becomes that new identity? Like you, it's like when you're, if we were just talking about dating, who do I need to become for that person to find me and fall in love with me instead of what am I looking for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that last step is, it is the hardest. This is where the grief comes in. 
what do I have to give up to have? What do I have to give up now to have something different? So is it going to be the chips and salsa? Am I going to just go for the meal? Is it going to be the two margaritas? Because the two margaritas with the chips and salsa leads to what the next day? Is, that's right. <laughs> well, you feel like more bad I have a hangover. I'm all stopped up. And Lauren, oh. if it was on a Thursday and I had yoga the next morning, down dog was terrible. Like it oh. had all these things behind it. But it's like, who do I need to become? Yeah. What do I have to cut away? So is the two margaritas or are the two margaritas, the chips and salsa, who I am now, 30 pounds lighter? Is that in what I mean? Because if it's worthy of doing one day, it's worthy of doing every day. Yeah. So are you going to do that every day? And the other thing is really practicing so that who am I becoming is practicing the new identity. I'm the person who does what I say I'm going to do. I eat for nourishment, for energy. I respect and love my body. I move my body. Mm -hmm. I don't eat when I'm bored. I give my mind, my, I give my brain a problem to solve. Like, hey, let's go do the clothes now. Let's go wash the dishes. Let's plant, you know, but it's like, we have to give our brain assignments. If we don't give it a problem to solve, it will make up its own. Yeah. And that's where all the drama comes from. And the other thing is, if we don't like, I'm losing 30 pounds in six months and you're leaving it to come up with problems, you eat so that it has a problem to solve. And that's where oh, you create is. problems. Yeah. You create, you create the problem. So, because like everyone just think about this for a moment. Are you more satisfied when you've just solved a problem or when you're always. sitting around with your ankles crossed, watching Netflix, eating popcorn? It's always, we are productive. It is like the, the most powerful organ in our body is our brain. And we don't know how to use it. If you believed it was possible and yet you just kept taking steps towards it and you knew for a fact it would happen in six months would you give in to that old behavior right i used to say often in the beginning kim if i could just be as thin as i thought i wanted to be for just a day i would be so motivated to do all the things and that's of course not how it works it's and um, I think it's even good that it didn't work that way for me because if it was left to like seeing how much better it would be, like, I don't know. It just, I think that it would have never allowed me to have loved even my identity before I started losing weight. But like, because each decision was how I stepped into that new identity, I gained so much compassion for who I was before I even made the first step. Like the, the, the comp, not the confidence that she had, but the, the, I don't even know what the right word is, girl. It's, it's uh, the, the bravery maybe to just take that first step that first time. And it was so out of her comfort zone. Like I'm talking about myself here, if, if I've gone off on too far of a tangent, but like, I just, I don't know. I think if it was just all given to me, that love that I have for myself as I've grown into this identity, I don't know if it would be there because I wouldn't, I wouldn't appreciate every one of those steps that it took to become me today. Mm-hmm. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. 
I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingkara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.